You know, here I was hoping that after episode 200 that we'd just be done and this that would be it we wouldn't have to do this anymore we're the march to 269 i'm just kidding i i, I just really love saw you this. guys were in a call and figured i'd pop in and see what's up like I yeah mean, just, well, i thought we were done mike lost podcasters over here uh, <laughs> yeah right I, i'm joking because i've yeah, been looking forward to uh, yeah i've been looking forward to this episode and and kind of dreading it all at the same time just because there's um you know i have to play a whole council of supposedly very intelligent and high functioning politicians i am neither of those well, things luckily for you this game's all about the suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fair. And, and we can roll dice we to get represent, to be actors yeah. right, right. um fake it till you make it man yeah, yeah. but no what i what i what I am good at is playing music. You all know that. Mm-hmm. And what I'm excited about in that regard is that my daughter came into town today, actually. Her and her friend are going to a rave uh, tonight. Is and it the Shrek rave? No, it's not oh, the Shrek okay. rave. Sorry. <laughs> um, and they, are, you know, they were going to just stay for the night. Um, but I happen to be playing a show tomorrow. And uh, Aaron hasn't seen me play live in probably... 18 years. Oh, wow. You know, wow. She, was, she was a toddler the last time she was at was very my memorable. Shows. <laughs> yeah, she, she played. She came up on the stage with, oh. with me during that uh, performance. Um, she better have some earplugs in, Daddy. Uh, it was outside. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was outdoors. It's still loud as shit. It was just outdoors. It's cool. Um, yeah. So, and, but they're, so I'm excited about that. So, you know, like her and her friend are going to actually come to, one of the cool New Orleans clubs and which know, band is playing? Yeah, that's the thing that I'm like a little less enthused uh, about. Although it's like a good band, it's just not like if I had my choice, it wouldn't be the one. Can you guys guess? Is Cardboard it? Cowboy? No, Big I worm. mean that's like no. Big Worm would be the one I would want. Okay, I don't see. know. Yeah. Those are the two that is little it worm. I'd be cool with her seeing Foosh. It's the Grateful Dead tribute. Oh, band. I don't oh, know okay. about that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing you did. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I think I think Gen Z is a little, uh, maybe may miss the boat on on. Uh, you know, the I, Grateful I, Dead. You I, know, it's, certainly they have. And uh, but that being said, the last time that this band played, we played as an after party after Billy Strings, and I tell you, most of the people that came through that venue and it was sold out like wrapped around the the corner thing no way that more than 20 30 percent of those people were over 25 really it was crazy like i was blown away i could not believe it um but i did i did kind of warn her when she got here today i was like look you you know (laughs) the band you're going to be seeing is playing music that's 60 years old Antiques at this point. I mean, while outdated, like the by Gen Z standards, uh, the Grateful Dead are like such a staple of like counter counterculture Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. But I I, I don't think the like college age or high school kids getting into the Grateful Dead to some 
degree is going to go away anytime soon. I know? think that that kids will probably recognize the iconography yes. of the dead way more than the music of the dead. Yes. Sure, sure. Right. I mean, exactly. Me, but me, I am that one. <laughs> I'm kid. <But> she, <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> she's also she's also a hippie, right? Like that's like her. You know, she goes to Bonnaroo, which of course Bonnaroo is not really the same as it Used to was. Be. But Back you know, like day. you know, she's she's not completely unfamiliar. It's true. Um, I, so I don't know. I'm curious to see what she takes away from it. I think the good the thing about Grateful Dead is that they are their catalog is a book that constantly gets played by live musicians. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean by a book? I just like a jazz book, right? Right. So that's where it originates. There's these things called the real books, and like, you know, you learn them so that you can sit in and play. Yeah, right. So you can play anywhere, you know. And the Dead has a book that gets used a lot. I mean, in in New Orleans alone, there's no less than five Grateful Dead cover bands. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I know it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. But like. It's a thing. Y'all, New Orleans it, ain't that big. Like, that's a lot. No, it's not. It sure <laughs> pretends it like it is. It is that musical, though. You but know it what? Is that Truché. Yeah. Truché. There, there are over 100 bars, and they all have music every night. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just a thing that happens. So, anyways, I'm excited about that. that I'm is curious exciting. to see what, what she has to say about it. Um, Take pictures. Uh, I'll be busy. No, okay, you could like okay, get a She'll selfie. She'll take pictures. Yeah. I almost guarantee. I doubt it. She, what? Yep. She's Ask my daughter. She's just gonna be like totally in the zone. Ask her to well, take a picture with you. Take a selfie with her before the show for posterity's sake. Yeah, but then her mom might see it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I she doesn't listen to the podcast. I was like, oh boy. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, and the final thing about that is that they had this Airbnb, Airbnb, like all squared away. And then it wasn't like, mm-hmm. it, like they got canceled on them, um, like a week before they were going to come here. And so they're actually staying right next door. Cause I have some neighbors who the, the other side of their duplex was like their daughter and her husband were staying there, but they just moved and it's vacant for like a couple weeks until some other family's going to move in there and they're like well they could stay here and so they like <laughs> set them all up with a nice little airbnb it's like right right next door to that's awesome house. yeah that's exciting cool man that's exciting yeah so that's my opening topic today okay tell well. me about your daughters and sons and what you're gonna do <laughs> so right. I, I can't i can't speak to that but in the music avenue uh in one of our discord channels on like our our private server we were talking about a local uh show it's called the cathead jam Cat right Head jam yeah, yeah. cathead vodka is mm-hmm. where that comes from yeah right? so it's a mississippi brand of vodka um and um i i was looking through the lineup and i found a few new bands that i'm like oh okay because i i actually went and listened to them and i was like this is a-okay this is all you on that goose now uh Look, I think that we should. I think we should turn this into an STF function, a little retreat. I'm here little for it. You guys Come are already on. there. Like literally, like, I'm here. So I'm in for, town for Josh and Zach, who it's hard to drag anywhere. You don't have to do anything. You're already there. <laughs> Josh has already anywhere. said I'm he's just going. Busy, sir. 
Sir, which makes sir. it hard to drag you anywhere, Josh. <laughs> My point still stands. Let's yeah. go up there, John and Heath, and, and make a weekend of it. Jamal. It's in June. So yeah, it's in the first. You'll be through, you'll, you'll be out of school. Of yeah, it's a Friday night and Saturday I'm, afternoon. I'm not. Uh, Goose is interesting. I listened to that. Are um, they? I, I listened to a- half of the <laughs> music. <the, laughs> I listened to half of the live show that she put. And I was like, mm. it's great for background music. Right. That's the, that's the thing. Goose that's is really extremely talented for. at what they <laughs> in their proficiency, but I f- don't find them to be interesting. They, uh, they, yeah, it was like I was doing some spreadsheet work, and I was like, "This is perfect. This is they're great." Like, <laughs> they're like the placeholder jam band for when none of your favorite jam bands are on tour, and it's like, "Well, I got to get my fix somehow." That's Which, what Goose is. I got to get a peak jam somewhere, right? Uh, I, I, I got really, you. Goose has I'm, got you. I'm digging the um. Is it Larkin Poe? Yeah, Larkin Poe. Yeah, Josh Poe's is a big good. Larkin Poe fan. Like yeah. yeah, Larkin Poe. Yeah, I found good. them a couple of years ago, and, and I like, really like Shaky Graves. I've wanted to see him live for a while, so excited to see him come here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of like Southern rock vibes, but sort of um, some of them seem a little more jammy. Well, they, they, they all have the psychedelic undercurrent running through them. I mean, that's that's pretty much Cathead's. Mo right? Yeah, it's like head jam Southern kinda. psychedelic. Well, you know? they accept the well, you know, you know. Okay, what is this? Last time I went to Cathead Jam, it was a revivalist, Semi- which is also Southern psychedelic, yeah. right? Yeah. What is it? Sima was that for Sima Funk or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you about to say that funk is not no, Southern no, no. or the, psychedelic? No, because you'd be wrong. The, you'd be wrong. <laughs> the, the artist Sima Funk. I'm uh-huh. probably saying it wrong. Like I was not prepared for like his whole sound was like really cool. Is it just one dude? I don't know if it's one dude. It's like um I mean like it's just a single dude on like all of the album art and everything. Promotional material. Yeah, but he's like um oh gosh, what was it? Like Afro Cuban and like very kind of funk undertones and it's 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 a vibe, man. It's a vibe. Cool. Well, yeah, we should go. Let's do it. The Zach, end. I'm staying in your bed. No, you're not. I'm going mean, to stay in my bed. You. Sleep on the couch. <laughs> Sleep on the couch all you want, man. Fine. I'm a good cuddler, though. I, uh, but no. you snore, Adam. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. It's a problem. Just dropping truth bombs. It's okay. I snore, too. I feel like we all snore, don't we? Mm. Mm, probably. I couldn't hear the rest I of mean, y'all over Adam. No, no way that was <laughs> the same as me. I've never heard myself snore. <laughs> Shocking. I, I have because oh, Matthew I, recorded it. <laughs> I was <wasn't laughs> myself up before Damn. I was like, no, nah, man, I don't snore. I just, I'm, I'm like cute, right? Like I'm all <laughs> sleepy, <laughs> nah, buddy. <laughs> Monster. It, it wasn't that bad, but it was definitely. I was like, oh, I could have, I could have woken people up with that. Okay, well, it's yeah. not great. <laughs> it's, it's happened though. Um, okay, so you know, our future plans aside, um, we ended the last episode with the arrival of the arc prime in the packed world space and you guys being summoned to a council meeting in the goal uh well no it's not in the golden vault you guys moved to this other dome uh where a directorate is meeting and 
they want your input as you guys have the most firsthand experience with this. Um, and the thing is, is that's where we're going to start, but there's a lot that's going to go on with this. So this whole thing is going to be a mixture of role play where you're going to listen to the different first. The first things first is you're going to come and explain what you know to them. And then you're going to listen to the seven different council members kind of talk about what, where their priorities lie. And there, each of you have four social actions that you can do throughout this. Um, and I think I'll get to that after the initial laying your cards out on the table with the council. So when you walk in, you're greeted first by the Sheeran, who's very heavily augmented. Um, and they kind of make some space for you. And you see here in this room, Lynn Camulin, which, uh, of course, Ziva and Kuiper are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, I would think that probably Ziva knows who all of these people are at first look. Yeah, knows them, uh, maybe doesn't know them. Yeah, but, but knows of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. you know, can yeah. can kind of spot who they are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you see Lynn Camulin, who's a Karasha Lashunta. Uh, he is the director general of the stewards. He kind of smiles and nods at the both of you as you walk in. You see Gavalaresk Nor, uh, who is the famed or maybe infamous Eoxian ambassador. Um, you see Clan Dalik, uh, which is the Sheeran. Uh, and that Sheeran is from Verses. And you know Clan Dalik to be a staunch proponent of cybernetic research, which is evident by the amount of technological augmentations visible on them. There is Kumara Mela Cruz, which uh, Ziva would be very familiar with, as both of you serve on the same council. Um, she is the top government official of Absalom Station. So in some ways, she's your boss when it comes to the uh, Absalom Station Council. Um, she's known to be tough uh, on corporate criminals and has very permissive views on immigration. I think probably something that you share, uh, Ziva. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing to note is that many people have tried to assassinate her in her career, and she has survived all of them. That means you're doing something either really good or really bad. <laughs> right. Uh, Farin, um is a elf, and he is an administrator uh, from Castrovel, basically with a desire to just have that influence into the future of the system. Uh, but he isn't too well known. He's probably the person you're least familiar with here. There's also Milgan Navaris Kachel Andar, which is a female Kasatha uh, <laughs> from Idari. Uh, Andar is known to be very conservative um, and a vocal devotee of Talavet. Um, she's a traditionalist uh, and is very much consults with her deity on a lot of the decisions that she makes. And finally, there's Zaya Cho, a winterborn Rhyforian from Triaxis. 
was once a battle flower of Ning before moving into politics. And they uh, recently stepped in to become the main Triaxian representative for the Pact Council when the former ambassador was assassinated. Mm. Um, so those, those are the people that you see, and they stop whatever chatter that they have all stopped when mm-hmm. when you guys walked in, and they all seem eager for your presence. Nobody's looking at you like, why are these people here? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they, they want you here. And I just... I just had a thought, um, mm-hmm. which it's it's probably neither here nor there. But with all these attempted assassinations on Kamara, um, as well as uh, Cho's predecessor, I wonder if the APA ever had to like ship one of the assassins to like escort them to trial. Mm. Ew. Hmm. Hmm. Um, what do, you, do you think that? That was the case. I'm just wondering because, like, it wouldn't really matter if if you knew they were guilty or not. Like, the point is to get them to somewhere they'd get a fair trial. And assassinating someone and getting caught on Absalom Station would probably be a hard place for an unbiased trial. I feel like whomever did the assassinating didn't make it off of Absalom Station. (laughs) You know, I feel like it probably. The, the, the issue took care of themselves before you y'all got. Well, but to there's ship multiple uh, attempts on Kumara. I assume attempts because they uh, got caught. You know? know. Yeah. Right. Fair. Right. Right. Fair. So. Uh, all right. So they welcome you in, and they all take their seats and kind of usher to you guys to the the front of the room, and they're kind of mm. s- seated in a U shape around you. Although it is a large circular table. But they've all kind of congregated on one half of the circle to see you. And I would like you guys, I would like you to start by, uh, basically I'll say this. Lynn greets you. He says, Ziva, it is a pleasure to have you here, although the circumstances are not great. Um, Please, we need as much information as you can provide. I realize we all know very little about what is happening here, but... Anything that you could provide would be of the utmost help as we decide what we will do for Absalom's defenses. Of course, we are here uh, fully at the disposal of the council, and we will share all of the information that we have, well, well, what little that we have amassed. Um, So, like... I mean, do we? How do we do this, Adam? Do we well, just like for say? Now, for now, I want you to just say what you know, and then I will outline the mechanics of the mini game from there. I mean, we tell them what we know. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do. We do that. I mean, essentially, we rehash everything that was shared at mm-hmm. the the council on. Hib, you know, like because we mm-hmm. told them everything. So I mean, uh. all right. Uh, so they they listen with rapt attention as you kind of regale them with everything that's happened so far and what you discovered in the world seed and the kind of level of threat that is potential here with the advanced technology that they have with the quantum technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like, you know, very seriously. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, and they they inform you that 
there's there's no way to mount an assault on the ship in the amount of time. I mean, the ship's going to be here soon. It's moving fast. And so they have, they're trying to shore up defenses of the Absalom station. Uh, but there's a limited amount of resources to defend against this ship and to deal with any aftermath that um, it might cause. And so where we're at now is that they're going to each express to you kind of what they want to focus the resources on because there's a few different concerns to think about. You guys each have four social actions that you can use throughout this process with the exception of Ziva, who I'm giving an extra action to because she is a politician. Um, So that's going to be her bonus there. Each action can be used one of three ways. You can assess one of the counselors. You know, they all have differing viewpoints, but untangling their statements from any inherent biases and motives can give you a better grasp on the truth of the situation. So as a social action, you can attempt an appropriate skill set with a skill check with a set DC listed, uh, well, in their stat block, right? And but what this means is that you would basically be listening to that counselor's point of view and carefully questioning their answers. If you succeed, I will give you a more accurate appraisal of the true difficulty of what they're trying to do and maybe some deeper insight on their motives. So that action is called assessing an NPC. There are two other actions that you can use with your social actions that fall under the influencing an NPC category. You can attempt either a discovery check or an influence check. A discovery check will allow you to identify what skill check you can use to influence a counselor. Each counselor has different skills that would be better suited for uh, for influencing them, you know. So they, there might be an engineering task that they're wanting to do. So, you know, rolling a good engineering would let you influence them. But you do not figure out what those checks are without a discovery check. Now, you can attempt to guess at the skill without a discovery check and roll an influence. But if you do not pick one of the skills that they are influenced by, you're you're wasting an action, so to speak. So that's the three things. Assess, discovery, influence. All right. I can't, I can't wait to hit every one of these with a hard fucking athletics check <laughs> till one sticks. So there are a few different concerns. All right. There's defending the Adari, which is in the direct path of the Ark Prime. There's rescuing the Oxian fleet, which I'll give you more details about that here in a second. There's station defense and station security. All right. Those are the four kind of main areas of concern that are going to be discussed here. Now, what I'm going to do is start with Galvaresk Nor. He's listened to you guys and now he's going to offer his perspective and then 
once that's done, you can choose to assess if you want. I'll give you that option. But remember, you each have a limited number of social actions, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Questions. So, so yes. like, if I wanted to assess and then Fel wanted to discover and then Heath wanted to whatever, like, is that cool or it all has to yes, be the same person? No, no, okay. that's, that's <clears throat> the suggested way to handle this you know what i mean another Uh, question mm -hmm. if we do use discovery on someone say mike finds out that this guy uh can be influenced with engineering is that information like does everyone else know that information right i'm because you guys are all telepathically connected okay i am assuming that information is being shared amongst Mm -hmm. you guys as you do this right but if that was not the case you'd have to like secretly tell us it'd be pretty tricky (laughs) wow that would be tough hey that was clutch hey really clutch yeah thanks it's a major class feature for mystics so uh yeah well i'm glad you're not a technomancer my man (laughs) (laughs) so uh, you ought to all be dead if orin was a technomancer that's for sure (laughs) All right, Gavleresque, uh, Nor, he's going to say, Well, the APA, I've heard much about you, and I must say that we are all better for having you here, I'm sure. Before you arrived here, uh, a fleet of starship pilots from the EOX Defense Forces attempted to confront the Ark Prime and shoot it down. I believe that I could convince them to retreat or change their tactics into delaying the Ark Prime instead of launching a full-on assault, increasing the chance that the Eoxian fleet survives. At this, Lassafarin kind of huffs. I think that with the limited scope of our forces, we must leave the Eoxian fleet to their fate. Would they serve us if tides were turned? Um, and so, a little bit about Givleresque is that he's a humanoid, a humanoid being with an elongated cranium. Uh, his skeletal visage clearly marks him as undead. Uh, he's a spellcaster who uses powerful magic to achieve immortality at a price. An eerie light burns from behind his sunken eyes. He wears a fancy gold and purple suit that clearly displays his power and prestige. Though the elbows and sleeves occasionally fray due to the magic use or constant contact with his sinewy bones. So Very pleasant. He's he's fine. He's doing great. You're doing great. Uh, you realize that he's certainly focused on wanting to put resources to rescuing the Oxian fleet, and he's he's laid out what their situation is. And you also kind of got the sense that uh, Lassafarin is not too keen. On using the resources to save them. So, I'm I'm sorry. Question: They are already en route to the. They Ark Prime? already tried to do that and okay. were, uh, it set upon. Yeah, and so, but they're not. They weren't destroyed. Okay, so they're just like in a holding pattern, but they're kind of stuck out there right now because they need resources to like. To so, kind of back them up a little bit. So they cannot retreat. Is that not Correct. an option? Okay. Right. Lame. But, you know, this is an opportunity where you could 
roll an assessment check to get a better idea of the picture and a better sense of the motives of Gevlarosk. I'm sorry. Say it. Gevlarsk. 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 Or you Nora could say Counselor Nor. Counselor <laughs> Nor. There, there you go. Yeah. Um, I'm politician of you. <laughs> yeah, let's... Uh, sh- yeah, I'm doing a sis. <laughs> okay, so you can roll either a culture or sense motive. Oh, baby. Let me just double check. Yeah, we'll do a culture. And uh, do I get to include my expertise die? You get to do it all... Awesome. all all the things, yeah. Yay! This is where you're really going to shine, you know? It's a bummer. It's only a 34. Would you like to use an inspiration? Uh, no, but what I would like to do is use improvisation adornment. That's it. There you go. Yeah, so I activate that, and I will get one re-roll. So, I would like All to right. re-roll that. All right, sounds good. Come on. That's much better. 47. Yeah. Okay. That'll do it. With a with a successful assessment here, what you gain is that you know that the difficulty of rescuing the Oxian fleet would be at a medium difficulty. If there were three different difficulties, easy, medium, hard, which there are, <laughs> this is a medium one. You also assess the situation to where you recognize that if the Oxian fleet could delay the Ark Prime, Pact World forces would have more time to mobilize. From that point, the Oxians might be able to retreat to Absalom Station, further reinforcing, reinforcing the station's defenses. But any attempt to support the Oxians does put the Pact World ships in danger alongside the undead fleet. So at this point, you're just going to want to take notes. Right? You don't have to make any decisions now about where things go. You're going to have a, a collection of fleets that you can try to decide who goes where. Right? Okay. But that's the information that you, you know about rescuing the Oxian fleet and what is motivating our boy, Counselor, Counselor Nor. Yeah. <laughs> you can sense that well, he's clearly none too pleased with his fellow Oxians at this moment. Um, he thought it was a foolish endeavor for them to try to go attack this thing, and they did it on their own without any clearance. He still has a vested interest in attempting to save the fleet from itself. Though his main motives veer suspiciously close to gaining political favors to hold over other Yoxians, nor can eloquently argue for the advantages of having the Yoxian ships available to aid Absalom Station's defenses. And he insinuates that he can use his authority to force the ships to retreat without too much fuss. People who demonstrate they can uh, manipulate others with words or see through manipulations amuse Nor. Um, And he does reserve some measure of legitimate respect for those who show advanced knowledge of mystic power. Okay. So, you know, in in an RP sense, he's going back and forth with you about... We, we do have a fleet, forward fleet already out there, foolish as they may be. If we could send ships out there to assist them, and then they are successful, it would re-bolster the defenses if they could be escorted back here. And so that's, that's what Councilman Noor <laughs> has to say. Next up, we've got Lynn. Now you're going to get a plus 
to both Kuiper and Ziva to any checks involved regarding Lynn because of your nice. prior relationship with Lynn. Lynn is a pale-skinned Lashinta with ash blonde hair. Faint blue temple markings and light green eyes provide a few hints of color to his otherwise muted visage. He keeps his hair and beard short and cleanly trimmed in military style. Adorned with red accents, his blue uniform is emblazoned with the symbol of the stewards, as well as his many medals of service. Um, so, for Lin, he's like, Ziva, thank you for sharing everything that you have discovered thus far. We are most glad to have you and the APA here assisting us. I must say that for me, I feel like resources must go to defending the station. And that the Ark Prime approaching such a inevitable pace. I I really believe that we must keep our ships here as a defense. That is I'm not much of a politician, but I am a tactician. Oh. Um so telepathically Ziva would say Kuiper, you have a pretty high sense motive, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, uh, yes, Kuiper would. Um, so the thing about this is to assess Mr. Kamulan, or uh-huh. I'm sorry, Director General Kamulan. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to be an engineering, piloting, or profession soldier what? check. <laughs> I don't actually have the profession for soldier, son of a bitch, but. Piloting would be, I think, a strong one yeah. as he's talking about ship organization. Okay. Hey, Zach. <laughs> Kuiper has shitloads yeah, yeah, of piloting. I, I what are you talking oh, about? Yeah, I got 25 piloting. Yeah. I forget that he has oops all the skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super skill monkey. So, so, so far, Emily, Ziva has used uh, one of your actions. For the okay. discovery? Uh, for the assess. assess. Oh, for the assess. Gotcha. Okay. I am going to assess with an engineering check. I have 29 to that. All right. I Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and roll first. Uh, yeah, so I was yeah. laughing because you can't fail this roll if you have a plus 29. Uh, oh, okay. As the DC cool. for this yeah, was yeah. low, it's at 30. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So for station defense, that is a medium okay. difficulty task okay and for pro- of successfully assessing you see that the director is certainly right to be concerned uh, about the defense of the station as the arc prime will likely reach the station before the packed world forces can fully mo- mobilize uh, you can also surmise that the armada is no match for the arc prime and risk must be taken to survive the approaching threat of course, failure to defend the Absalom Station would have beyond catastrophic results, and so arguing for less defensive presence at Absalom Station is a daunting prospect. Furthermore, as you kind of hear what Kamulan is saying and, and using your expertise, you can better sense that his motives uh, is that he has little patience for all of this, right? He is a 
general. He's a tactician. And he underst- you can tell that he understands that there's a necessity for the directorate to debate their course of action, this whole back and forth, oftentimes circling back with no progress made. And you can see that that actually puts a strain on the director general. But he's too reserved to object about it out loud. And among those present, you know that he holds the most knowledge of the Pact World's current military capabilities. So being superseded by politicians clearly aggravates him. You would then see any intervention by the PCs to keep this meeting progressing forward would earn his gratitude. Okay. All right. Is it fair of um, us to just try and go through all of the people and do assessments? I've kind of figured that would be the best okay. way I to just, go through this. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, and that way you can hear what they're trying to yeah. do. Yeah. Let's and listen then to everybody the, before. Right. And then you can okay. influence them. And like, you know, some of this, if you're succeeding about figuring out what their motives are, you're getting a better educated guess of what things might influence them as well. Yeah. So... So let's move to Klendalik, which is the Sheeran. Uh, much of Klendalik's Sheeran biology is enhanced by cybernetic augmentations. Her eyes contain electronic components, which allows her to see much further and much better than most. Though, where she's looking is not always clear. Her legs are fortified with metallic struts, and one of her arms has been replaced with a cybernetic limb. Um, and she goes on to say that you know there's there's some conversation about defending the adari and you notice of course andar is all about defending the adari you know andar being the uh you know that's being their home as a kasatha um but you notice that klandalik seems to chime in with andar um the directorate most of the directorate believes that the Adari can manage without additional aid. But she, Klendalik's like, ah, it would be catastrophic and would result in all of the Kasathan forces not being able to help us if we do not defend and help our brothers and sisters against the initial assault of this dark prime. We cannot leave them to simply be destroyed and that's their entire world. We must aid them. So, out of character, I feel like we would all know this. Based on where the Arc Prime was positioned and its trajectory and all of that, the Adari is closer to Absalom Station than the Eoxian fleet currently, correct? Yeah, the the Eoxian fleet They're like is, up on it. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. And the Adari can move. Uh, yes, although not very fast. Okay. But it yeah. is mobile. It is a, a world-sized ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. Please go ahead. Um, but yeah, so you get the sense that this is where Klendalik's priorities lie, is in aiding and assisting one of the like main Pact World's members, you know, who are a, a direct threat. Of the Arc Prime. Um, so I will say for this, it will require a culture or sense motive. Um, you know, and if anybody's good at those, I mean, like, barely, you want to spread out these actions. That's kind of where I'm. 
because you want to save some of these actions for the other aspects of this. So I mean, I can I can sense motive. All right. On this, let's, get, uh, let's do that. On this Sharon, the said Sharon here. Let's see, let's see what Sharon. you can do. Twenty-five. Oh, you rolled a five. I rolled a five. It is. Oof. It is. Um. Yeah. Okay. That is a fail. Yeah. However, however, I, you know, like you know, you could anybody can try again. It's not like fail and it's done. Okay. But you just have it's. You're limited by your actions. Gotcha. You know? The amount of. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, I I'll do a culture. Okay. Forty-one. There you go. That'll get it. Um, so that takes you down to three yep. actions. Um, but with that success, uh, you can certainly determine that. Yeah, defending the Adari would be very difficult. Um, it's far away from the from Absalom Station, um, and it's a difficult thing to defend, especially when you're trying to also defend Absalom Station. Um, you know that the calculated path of the Ark Prime shows it will pass dangerously close to the world ship, forcing the Kasathas to scramble to move their cultural home. You know that the vessel hasn't started up its engines in ages, and the process of moving it might be safer with engineers and escorts from Absalom Station. You assess that the situation... Recon- uh, that you recognize that the situation is far more dire than anyone in the star chamber even realizes. The chance of a starship passing through the Adari's orbit by accident is astronomically small, meaning that the Ark Prime is deliberately pursuing the Adari as either a perceived power source or a perceived threat. Without a substantial escort fleet to divert Ark Prime from its course, the, Ad- the Adari is at substantial risk of going down in flames. Uh, but that well, is that's also not good. Yeah, and that's also a very hard task. It's uh, the hardest, so to speak, if I were to rate it as such. You also gain a better motive, sense of Klindalek's motives, in that she's committed to presenting a strong front with Andar to support the Adari, hoping her voice can convince the other counselors that Andar is not simply biased on the subject due to their Kasatha heritage. In addition to a desire to aid the Kasathas, Klendalek recognizes that a major harm to the Adari would have a devastating effect on the Pact World citizens' morale. Those who show a similar dedication to the mental and physical health of others can win Klendalek's support, though the friendly Sheeran can also be browbeaten into submission. Alright, so to clarify, sorry, this is very difficult. Um, it would pull a shit ton of resources from Absalom to try and, like, guard the Adari would the Eoxian fleet if we utilize them could that like deter the Ark Prime from its current position they Emily are is not, not a tactician <laughs> they're not strong enough to okay. do it on their own okay. so they're asking for backup support Adari wants backup fleet ships you know like that's the problem that you have to deal with you know but there are a couple, well, four more uh, council members that are all adding to the stickiness that is the situation. So next we're going to move to Kamara Melacruz. And Ziva, you will gain a plus four oh, nice. to any checks related to Kamara. Okay. Kamara 
is a tan-skinned woman whose strong angular features and jet black hair present a striking authoritative authoritative figure. Her clothing and jewelry accentuated this image and other powerful business administrators often consider the prime executive an inspiration for fashion that conveys professionalism without dipping into pretentiousness or tawdriness. Um, and she is like, Ziva, Ziva, it is unfortunate that we see each other again under these terms, but I am glad to have you here, as I know that you have the people of Absalom Station at your core of your heart. And she goes on to talk about actual station security. So not the defense of the station, but the security of the people um, and she says, I, I am concerned that moving too many forces off Absalom Station would likely cause a civilian panic should the Ark Prime come too close. Worse yet, I've heard from f- that there are fringe political groups threatening on social media to storm sensitive government facilities. And I fear that they might take advantage of any chaos to foment an uprising. I wish to keep the crew of many of the Armada ships here at Absalom Station to serve and offer further security and evacuation efforts if necessary. Assist. I hope I can. I hope you. Yeah, I hope you. I can count on you to to help allocate resources to the people here at Absalom Station. All right. Uh, so this will be a culture or sense motive. Okay. Culture. Remember, is. you're going to get a plus four. You're burning through your. I know. Okay. Well, you get a plus four to that. Yeah, that's 39. So that'll do it. Okay. So this is an easy task to do. Oh, okay. I mean, they're, they're here already, you know? Yeah. So, and so yeah, it's, it's an easy thing to do. It would be easy to keep people here as far as mounting those resources. You realize that while a few of the threatening groups are dangerous extremists, most of them are all talking no action. You know this given your maybe deeper connections to the underbelly of the Mm -hmm. system of the station. So yeah, there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of people talking, but most of them are just, you know, roostering, you know, um, with some official backing, the stewards and other defenders can likely handle these groups without at least some military presence. The station might suffer internal catastrophe while fighting off external forces. Absalom Station can likely make do with a token military force, with the caveat that doing so means the station can't be evacuated if something does go wrong. If you, the directorate were to focus too much on the defense and not a, enough on offense, the need to evacuate in the future becomes a near certainty. So overall, keeping the station forces to a reasonable minimum and focusing on riskier yet more rewarding scenarios is likely the better maneuver, but one might not play well with the citizens of Absalom Station if publicized. Mm-hmm. Right. So, can I can I ask this? All these tasks that people are lobbying for, can we only pick one of them? Like, Mm-mm. ultimately this has to be... No, you're okay. going to have a number of fleets that you'll be able to allocate. Okay, okay. A that's, certain amount that's better. I was like, if we can only do one thing, then f- screw that. Like, yeah. Right, right. And the more fleets that you allocate to a certain task, the easier it will be to hit the role of gotcha. each of these 
concerns and there will be a role gotcha, involved. Gotcha. You know? So you want more fleets on the harder things. Right, but there are also, you know, consequences of yeah. of sure. Backlash. How you Backlash. Backlash. Yeah. I get that. But if yeah. you're if your goal like you we choose to do a harder task, we want to make sure we have enough forces to uh, to do right. it or there's no point, you know. Right, right. Um, and then you can certainly, you know, after your time that you spent with her in council meetings over the last year, Ziva, you know that Melcruz considers the defense and well-being of the station to be her prime responsibility. You might be angling for a packed world seat, but for her, it's all about Absalom station. station is is her entire world. Yeah, you know. So she, she seeks to ensure that whatever conclusion the directorate comes to will adequately address her concerns. Having educated herself on the matter, Mela Cruz heavily favors the defensive plan the PAC Council is already leaning towards, but she understands that risk might need to be taken to rally additional forces against an unknown threat. A well-presented argument or any in-depth knowledge of Absalom Station can sway Mela Cruz. She's also impressed by those able and willing to cut through self-serving political doublespeak. Um, and as we're going through these, I am actually revealing their motives in the journal handout. Oh, okay. So that's all oh, documented. Oh, that's literally what I was just you. thinking. I was like, oh, man, if we're all not taking great notes. like, Oh, I'm taking can, no- can I'm taking some serious notes right now. Just real quick, I just need to shout out to Foundry because this update is banging. Sorry, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> it's making this much easier than yes. it would be. All right. So then La Safarian. This pipes guy. up and uh, you know he's wire thin with sunken cheeks he seems to bear the weight of his centuries he has dusky brown skin jet black eyes common to his ancestry and dappled hair that resembles the patterns of hawk feathers pulled back into a ponytail he wears loose fitting robes with elven symbols sewn into the collar for him his main thing is he's like I with the most respect to Councilman Noir, I feel that our limited resources being spent to assist the foolhardy nature of their pilots is unfair to those of us who are trying to defend with a more reasonable and tactical approach. We are outmatched at a single one-to-one starship combat with this enormous ship. Our resources should be entirely dedicated to defending this station. That is all that I have to say on the matter. What is required to assess this Person. This would be culture or sense motive. All right, I can't do it, y'all. Somebody else has got to. I'm sorry. Life uh-huh. science or sense motive. Yay! <laughs> Try a sense motive. Me. You got it, Zach. Yeah, maybe. Fuck! Roll a six, dude. 26. It's better than five. Yeah, that's not going to get it. You know, I can and roll. you can. I mean, of course you can. Right, but like, you also 
I don't know. Josh has four actions left. Mm-hmm. Heath has four actions left. Emily only has two. John, you only have three. Yeah. And you haven't got into trying to influence them. Yeah. At all. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, it might be this one, he's just unreadable. You know? Okay. Yeah. And well, we do know he his thing is all defense and, like, just metagaming, knowing our crew, like, we're probably gonna gonna, gonna want to, like, take it to someone, you know? I mean... I'm not... Yep. He's probably the least I'm worried about. But, again, mm-hmm. that's just me personally, so... If... Yeah. Yeah, well... I mean, I'd help if I could, but my four actions are useless thus far. Yeah. Speaking up next is the Kasatha. And she says, I have prayed deeply, spent many of nights trying to understand why we are being tested in this way. I must appreciate my Shirin companion here for their allyship in protecting our home planet or home ship. I understand that, of course, this is where I would like resources being allocated to. It is my home after all. But is it not the spirit of the original founders of the Pact Council that we served in harmony to aid one another in our most dire needs? I just simply ask for the assistance that we would give you if the situations were reversed. What, um... Assess. Come on, mysticism. The assess is going to be culture or engineering. I can do that. Hey! And I'm can, sorry, I didn't give you a description for our for our listeners. Andar is tall for a Kasatha, though this is somewhat difficult to tell since Andar spends most meetings seated. Her skin is light green with darker green spots across her brow. She wears an understated light blue suit and a matching traditional face covering devoid of any markings. Her hands occasionally shake when she grips something for too long, most noticeably when she takes a sip of water. None of the other directric members comment on this particular issue. All right, well, I would like to do an assess with engineering. Okay. Ooh, that's not bad. That is a 14 plus 29. So 43. Yeah, this was one of the more difficult DCs to hit, and you do. Yay! Um, and so, uh, I've already given you the full rundown on defending the Adari and the, the difficulty involved in that. So I'm just going to give you her motives. Um, so before she became a mystic and a politician Andar briefly trained as an auxiliary crew member on the Adari's engineering decks. So she understands the difficulty of evacuating the colony ship or restarting its engines. Her primary concern is the safety of the Adari citizens and preventing the loss of much of Kasathan culture and history should, should the ship be destroyed. Platitudes to address these concerns, true or not, or similar expertise in machines go a long way to soothing Andar's concerns. You also know that anyone who attempts to underhandedly use the Kasatha's medical concerns as a point of leverage would severely have negative impacts on any checks to influence her. Huh. All right. What about Cho? Zia Cho, a non-binary winter-born Rhyforian, uh, 
is a muscular person, slowly approaching middle age. A well-groomed layer of short white fur covers their body, and they wear the bluish-white hair in a decorative braid and sleek black dress that's stylish but not ostentatious. Um, they are they're kind of have this weird smirk on their face yeah. throughout all of this, um, and and you can you can tell that it's. I mean, just with your like natural sense motive, Ziva, you know, you can you can tell that that's a nervous tick. Okay. Um, Resting the, bitch face yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah uh, they're like, well, I I must say it's it's good to have the APA here. At least we're not all getting corrupted, eh? <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Here, here. I like you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, uh, so, here's the thing. Uh, I, I think that the best thing we could do, really, is just to, just to defend this station. If we, if we keep everything here, and, and, and I, you know, apologies to, to you, Councilman Noor and, and, and Councilwoman Andar, but... This thing is huge, right? And there's only so much we can do, and we have to hold hold our ground until the rest of the pack worlds can get their forces together. I, I just don't see any way of of standing a chance other than fortifying our position here. Now, I, I understand everybody has different reasons for for what they want. I I understand. I. I can respect that, but if you ask me, that's where I, that's where I stand on this. I'm, I'm new to this whole game, so, I, you know, I'm not even supposed to be here today, really. But <laughs> Brownie. Um, yeah, just as a, as a reminder, they stepped in after the other counselor was assassinated. Assassinated, so they are yes. Very yeah. new to this. I'd be um, nervous, too. Hell yeah. Um... Kuiper is... pulls out a blade and sneaks behind him. <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, what is required Quad to attacks, baby. Quad <laughs> attacks. One more. <laughs> uh, for an assess here, a culture or a perception? Son of a oh. bitch. I've got a 21 perception. It's not great, but I do have three actions left. It's my highest fucking skill, man. It's just like I've burned two f- for nothing. So... I can I can use this and I mean I don't see how I can fail it with a thirty two but uh, I, I will be unable to do almost anything else later. Okay. You'll have one. You'll have one action. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine uh, even. later we'd have one that would be mysticism that you could use it on. But or I, another perception. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to roll. Because thirty-two is the DC, <laughs> so so that's just a, a, a well, at least my bad luck prevention. Uh, yeah, right. here. Um, so it's again you you know this this it's the same issues with the defense that was already articulated before, uh, with the danger being you're leaving the other both the Oxians and the Adari basically to be destroyed if you were to put all of your resources here. Yeah. You know, um, as far as the motives of Cho, as a former battleflower, Cho is aware of the importance of defense. They don't think Absalom Station could be defended adequately without taking some risk to bolster the Armada, Armada, the Armada's forces. 
Cho is impressed by eloquent arguments, but is equally enthused by those who appreciate physical performance. Um, So, we now go into the second part of this. You guys have all your information. Yes. You guys have used, pretty much successfully assessed everybody with the exception of Lassafarin. Now, Heath, you haven't rolled anything, but you don't have a decent... I don't have Life a way to roll motive. anything. Yeah. So Your sense motive is no good? No, I don't even have yeah. sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> to, so, just to kind of like clarify here, uh, Cho is essentially in the same, uh, well, I don't know what you call this, task uh, mm-hmm. as uh, Lynn. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, for absolute, I mean, for station defense. For defense. Right, and, and then. Security. Andar and Glendalek. Thank you. Uh, are pretty much in the same camp for Adari. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, real quick, if I may interrupt for a second. Okay, so I've been taking some notes on this, uh, on everything that's been going on, and I think it would be perfect for like the during the assessment, before the assessment portion. Um. And you we're mean all the discovery to portion. I mean, I'm sorry, towards yeah. the discovery portion as far as this. Um, and um, that being said, so I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you here, John. Um, I, I you you're you're definitely on the right track. A good like kind of summary of, of what your your choices are, but I don't want to necessarily get into the conversation of what you're gonna choose to push until just we yet. get to the. Yeah, because so so there's going to be this whole f- phase of now interacting with each of the ones to try to gain influence over them, and then there'll be the whole conversation of all right, where are we going to put these fleets, and why are we going to do that? So I want to just put a all pin right, on that. Okay. I just want to put no, a no, pin no, no, on no, that yeah, for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. Um, so I, I want you to be gaining all the information that you can first, so that you're at the best possible situation to have that meaningful discussion. Um, so right now you have kind of a s- learned what everybody's concerns are and you have made some assessments and you have some educated guess- guesses on a few of these that you could try to roll an influence check without a discovery check to, s- you know, that's up to you guys if you want to do, but you also have the option to make discovery checks on each of these council members. So I'm seeing like kind of, and you you said this when you read it out, but like their motives at the end, uh, based on okay. So Nor as example, um, also reserves some measure of legitimate respect for those who show advanced knowledge of mystic powers. Is that essentially hinting at what would be rolled? I'm not going to tell you yes or no on that. Okay. You can, but what I will say generally is getting those motives certainly hints at potential ways to influence. Gotcha. Now, if you want to do a discovery, I'll go ahead and tell you that the skills that you can roll for discovery are static for all of them. It's either a sense motive or a society check. Or culture, rather. Oh, okay. Uh, it actually says society in here, but oh. that's just a typo, so it should be culture. So, like, does it matter who you are trying to discover on that's it's the same role for each person 
And if you succeed at that, then you'll know for a fact what the skill will be for the influence checks. Now you could try to forego, like save some of your roles, your turns that you have, by making an educated guess based on what you've learned from the motives, if you would like. Okay. But that's the stage that we're at now. So, um, anyways. So, also, I'm just I'm looking at some of my things here. I'm currently wearing my couture jewelry. <laughs> um, and, 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 and wearing couture jewelry grants a plus one circumstance bonus on charisma-based checks to influence creatures who are aware of the value of items determined by the GM. So. Uh, well, yeah, I would certainly say that that would give you a bonus uh, in regards to Kamara, without a doubt, you know, and which you already have a plus four bonus on. Um, what about Nor? He seems like a... So, Nor, I think certainly uh, you could get a bonus on that, though. <laughs> Just scrimping, y'all. I'm trying to get... So, the good thing is about the influence checks is that they actually do often deviate from the sense motive or culture you know that's mm-hmm. going to be different different skill sets here so yeah you have your your culture driven person doing the assessments but there's different ways to influence gotcha. than sense mo- motive or diplomacy and all that so who would you like to start with let's get this ball rolling do we want to do any discovery checks i kyber what, still what has- are the skills again to do a discovery you check said, is either sense motive or culture. See, I've got a plus eighteen to sense motive, so I can. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty decent. Do that. Do you have any inspirations? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. They were my inventory and foundry, and I don't know if they got ported over. They did. They the got update. ported over. So I do not have had, any. Okay. Well, so who do you? Who would you like to roll a discovery on? See, I'm not sure because I, I'm kind of still trying to figure out what doing this will lead to. So it leads to determining the specific skill in which somebody could then use to gain an influence bonus. To what yeah. end? So influence, influence is bonus. how we are going to utilize the different fleets. Is that correct? Right. So, so each like, one of them has a fleet? No. So, when you get to the fleet assignment stage, for every fleet that you want to move from what's currently proposed will require a check. And so, the more influence bonuses you stack, which are cumulative and applied to every check, the better it gets, right? Right. Do we know what's currently being proposed? Sure, I can tell you that yeah, if you want to get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we need to know what is who who is controlling which fleets where. So nobody's controlling any fleets specifically. Okay, so there's the there's twenty fleets total that are at the disposal of the directorate, and if you want to change how they're allocated, it doesn't matter who you've influenced. Once you get an influence, you get a bonus to the role to reallocate a ship. So oh. like, so it, you're just trying to stack as many influence bonuses as you can. So then, when it gets to the point to where you're trying to reallocate ships, you have those bonuses on that roll. Okay, so I was sitting here thinking like we were going to be moving the Eoxian ships, and then we're going to be moving Camulans ships no, and Melkuses. No, it's not like that. It, so the Directorate has 20 fleets at their disposal. Okay, you are part of this Directorate meeting to decide where those fleets go. Currently. 
They have two fleets assigned to defend the Adari, two fleets to assigned to rescue the Eoxian fleet, eight fleets to, to station defense, and eight fleets for station security. Oh. So if you want to reassign that, you will have to roll a successful check. Um, and for every NPC that you have gained influence on, you get a bonus. Okay. So basically, we're gonna if we, if we say we want to move two ships from station defense, I'm not proposing this, but if we wanted yeah. to move two ships from station defense to defending the Adari, then we would have to make a roll for each fleet, rather. Not ships, each... Uh... Right. So um, you have six checks to sway. You'll have six total checks to move fleets. Okay. If you... If you beat the DC by five or more, or for every five points that you exceed the DC, you can reallocate an extra fleet as part of that fleet reallocation. Okay. I think so, I'm tracking so, Yeah, and I'll, I'll explain further when we get to that. You know, But right now, what you're trying to do is stack influences, which are bonuses to that. So... I think we can certainly get influence fairly easily from um, Melacruz and Lynn, right? Because between Kuiper and I, we've got bonuses to that. May be able to get uh, Mike to get a bonus through Zia Cho. That's what I was thinking. Appreciation of, like, physical... Yeah, that's the only one mm-hmm. I can see away. Um... It's like I've taken notes and I'm I'm over here in one note trying like have pictures of them with names and like traits and stuff that I've picked out and I'm trying to figure out who would best fit what. So again, you have some opportunities here to discover specifically. Yeah. And then you have some educated guesses. I would start with discoveries. Right. Well, so uh, we want to discover the ones that we think we don't have figured out. Correct. Like yeah. if right. we wanted to try Correct. and do Losafar and we definitely right. want to discover his and yeah. match So let's start with that. that. Let's start with that to get the ball rolling because it's going to be the same DC regardless and I think that makes the most sense because you have the least amount of information yeah. on Losafar. Um, so who wants to roll this sense motive or culture check? I think, Fel, you said you could try to use one of yours. Yeah, I've got here. a plus 18 and I've got three more that I can do. Yep. So uh, Go hopefully, for it. hopefully I don't roll poorly. That was a fourteen. Okay. Plus eighteen. That, so thirty-two. That's a success. Yay! Thank uh, you. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> thank you, Ebra. <laughs> you can you discover that and to properly influence Losafarin. In this case, it would be a culture, sense motive, or diplomacy. Wunderbar. Okay. Well, All that's right. a thing we know now. Yeah, but that's that's a success there. Um, do you want to try any other discoveries, or do you want to just try to start getting some of these influences? The only other one that I would think to try, maybe Nor, but I mean... That's another. But that's one that you seem to have a, a, a understanding a, of. Okay. Yeah, maybe a educated guess. You know. So okay. uh, in order, well, interested in moving. Go ahead, Josh. I was going to say, why don't we just go through the list and 
like say what we think they are and if we don't know what it is then we mark yeah, that I one like to that. be That's assessed like, there we go alright so let's start with Lynn alright uh, just a reminder that some of the things that might make him happier is that he is a soldier first and foremost and he also is feels like all of this is too talky and is ready to get to action Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's going to really help you much on the skills. I, I, I assume it makes me think it's profession soldier. Well, or like piloting. Um, yeah, piloting as well. Or survival or something, maybe. I don't know. Um, I think piloting or maybe even athletics or profession soldier, like you said. Um, all right. So, Gevl- uh, Gevlarsk Nor. Um, you done it. <laughs> yeah, you know that he has respect for those that show knowledge and mystic power uh, and people that can manipulate others with words. So that would be like bluff, That's right? What or, I'm thinking. or deception, what, Our whatever skill it is in this game. Um, I'm, I'm assuming for him it's going to be either mysticism, bluff, or diplomacy. All right, high charisma, bottom line. Yeah. Well,. So sense motive, maybe, too. Yeah, seeing through it. I'd say probably not bluff, maybe more sense motive. All right. All right. right. Are you going to do a discovery here, or no? I'm thinking Uh, probably not on him, but that's I'm not not trying to steamroll this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's mysticism is one of them. I'm praying, I'm hoping, because I want that one from Orin. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to Mm -hmm. Dalek. This one says, those who show similar dedication to mental and physical health of others could win Klendalic support, though the friendly Sheeran could also be browbeaten into submission. Who's got intimidate? Yeah, that tells me diplomacy and intimidation. So what you would be intimidating them to do is to not be so keen on sending stuff to Adari. I'm less interested in that. That's the browbeating thing. But I would think maybe life science as well, the physical and mental well-being of others. Are we going to roll a discover check on this one? I was under the impression we were trying to assess, like, not assess mechanically, but look at all of them and then decide which ones we want to yeah. roll the discovery I, on. All right, so Kumar, just I will about. say I've got a pin in this one for discovery because I, I don't know. This one okay. confuses me. So, then there's Kumara. Uh, a well-presented argument or any in-depth knowledge of Absalom Station can sway Mela Cruz. She's also impressed by those able to and willing to cut through self-serving political doublespeak. Yeah, so to, since motive diplomacy, so um, the, I mean, she's yeah, an envoy, so the yeah, envoy exactly. things. Yeah, let's do Los Losfarian. Those who appear to weigh all the information at hand and act logically are most likely to gain Losfarian's support. Well, we already did his right culture, sense, motive, or diplomacy. All oh, right, you did. You already figured his out. Yeah, that's oh. right. Yep. I think he was like the toughest one, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then there is Andar. And for Andar, anyone who... T- um, platitudes to address the concerns that they have or any similar expertise in machines go a long way to soothing Andar's concerns. Yeah, so probably engineering, because that's what I did before to assess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking probably not spend a discovery on it. And finally, Zia Cho. Cho is impressed by eloquent arguments, 
but is equally enthused by those who appreciate physical performance. Mm. Yeah, so maybe I can roll a check if that one's athletics, (laughs) which it seems like it would be diplomacy and athletics. I am thinking I'm scared it's going to be acrobatics. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be about my fucking luck, yeah. <laughs> right, do we so want to do a discovery on them? I must insist that you make some choices yeah. now and decide who you're going to roll discoveries on. I say discovery on Cho and then save the rest of them for... For influence. Influence. Okay. How, so ma- how dis- many do we have left total? I have two. Three. I have two, so that's six. You have three, John? Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, and then... Heath has four. So yeah, 13, or, which I'll Zach has use. one. I'm sure I'll finish with two or three. So what I've got listed on here is Zia Cho as a possible, or these are the possibles. Zia Cho, Lynn Camulin, Quindalic, and that's it for the, the possible or the, the likely ones. So that'd be three, and that'd give us ten actions afterwards for seven of them. So if we needed to re-roll, maybe not a bad idea. So let's, let's start with Zia Cho. We're going to work our way backwards. Yeah. We're going to roll Discovery or not? Yeah. I thought I thought that's one of the, yeah. the yes. one that we were like, yes, we do want to. Yeah. So who's yeah. going to roll the Discovery? I um, feel like I should save my engineering for uh, Andar. Mm-hmm. So I could use. You have? I have you have two. Well, I've got you two have more. Two left. So yeah. if I do this, I, I have that one for engineering. You guys uh, did. You, a, you guys did. <laughs> seem to think that a lot of these would require charisma based yes. skills and so anybody who can do discoveries to save Ziva from having to spend it is why I think a wise yeah. call. So if you yeah. want to try your sense motive I sure can. Do you have any you said you don't have any I don't. Can I Can I can I give, give? away my one yeah. inspiration? <laughs> sure. Sure. Josh, you can have my inspiration because I'm probably gonna get fuck all out of it. Okay. So what is that these days? Plus two. So plus 12. All right. Plus 12 it is. <laughs> All right. So sense motive on... Who is this? Zia? Sure. Yep. All right. And with the inspiration... Ooh, that is another 14 on the die for a 34 four total. Yay! Yay! Yeah, that'll, that'll get it. Yay! That'll get it. Yeah. And so for Cho... Diplomacy, sense motive, athletics, profession <laughs> dancer, or survival. Okay, the good. There's a lot. Roll. Okay, great. Athletics. Nice. Hell yeah. Y'all, uh, he's athletic, like, the most I don't dance. give a shit what y'all are good at. Like, I'm doing <laughs> athletics or I won't get to roll anything. Well, why don't you go ahead and roll it, my friend? Okay. Well, that's an 18 on the die. There plus you go. 26. That'll get You just it. flex so hard. He just bench press that right for you, dude. He just—he gets the feeling oh, wow, that like you're in, like that they're uh, susceptible to being impressed by physical stuff, and just like picks up the entire table briefly and puts it right back down, like with two fingers. You know? I've got something to say. Uh, all right. Well, I think we should listen to the big guy over there. Whatever he's got to say, uh, that's pretty I'm impressive. I'm no longer mate. scared of desks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Heath uses one of his. Josh used one there. So that leaves you with one, leaves Heath with three. So let's move up to Andar. Okay. Uh, machines. So do you want to do engineering? Mm-hmm. 
All right, so Josh is going to use his last one for last this one engineering, engineering check. I'm mix it up with a with a an extra large D twenty. So let's yeah. see. I, I will say before you announce anything, if you've rolled yet, like engineering is one of the like four skills I can do. Yeah. Well, uh, I rolled a thirteen. Can I give him one of my plus twenty nine? Oh, never mind. Uh, I don't think I need that's it. A su- that's a success. Yay! Yeah, success, so that is I'm a sure. Uh, yeah, so Andar is like, it is good to have another person who understands the mechanics of such a huge endeavor to move the Adari on this team. So, there you go. It's another another bonus added there. But Josh, you are out. You did great, though. You did great. That's fine. All right, all right Losafarian. We already did the discovery. We know that you have to roll a successful culture, sense motive, or diplomacy to gain influence from La Safari. Kuiper, you have how many? One or two? Three. Oh, you have three left? Okay. Well, how's your nice. diplomacy? At what you, you do? My diplomacy is garbage. In fact, okay. I think I have... Yeah, yeah, I have no ranks in diplomacy. Well, what what yeah, about your culture? It's or still sense motive? probably like a your plus sense 11. It's still... My sense motive is a 26. Yeah, Holy yours is higher shit. than mine. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Yep. You do it. <laughs> I have been waiting to roll die. So, yes. <laughs> 28. Well, when you roll a two, a 26 isn't much. Uh, so, that's no good. Would you like to try again or just count your losses here with loss of foreign? I mean, we need to stack influences. Is yeah, this is where to. it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, uh, let me see here. Do I even know? I, I say, don't have one. I say go yeah. again. Go, go again. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, y'all, they're like crossing their fingers, stressed, trying to get this. Do you have any inspiration? Well, that no, doesn't. No, I don't. Oh, it does? <laughs> it doesn't. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay. <sighs> that five on the die made that it. five. <laughs> the big five, okay. baby. Now we're at Kumara. Stressful. Now, remember, you specifically have a plus four to this roll, yeah. Emily. So this is, you uh, know. And uh, so, boop, 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 boop. Did we figure out... You did not discover, but you had uh, a pretty good insight that it's probably other envoy skills. You know? Yeah. I'm going to go with diplomacy because that is the envoyiest of envoys, I believe. Uh, and I am going to use one of my inspirations. Okay. Okay. Um, that will be a 58. Holy crap. Right. Can we get a free influence from from somebody else because it's that high? No, but that's pretty dope. Zima like, like presents a beautiful speech and she throws yeah. up a leg like she's Captain Morgan. Kamara is like uh, Councilwoman Ziva. It is this is why you will go on to do bigger things. We will. I, I will trust your. Care for Absalom Station, but also the Greater Pact Worlds. I will. I, I understand your position. And uh, so, yeah, that's another one. All right, Yay. we're doing okay, guys. All right, Three Clen- left. Clendalic. Mental and physical. I mean, in- 
it well and like th- that's the augmented Sheeran, right? Engineering mm, yeah. is certainly going to be one of one of theirs. That's how I would feel. So life science was one. Also browbeating. So intimidate. Yeah, but we don't want to intimidate them out of right, saving the Adari, yeah, right? Yeah, saving the Adari, oh, We're just right. trying to gain their influence, get them to yeah. do what we want them to do. Yeah. It's not a matter of, like, they're just going to stop. You know? Right, that's oh, true. The question is, I only have one left. Um, I can yeah. intimidate if we yeah. think that's one. I mean, it's... I mean, I would say brow beaten into submission. That seems it pretty intimidation like based. Intimidating. <laughs> I say go for it, you know, because yeah, fuck it. And it can it could be less like intimidating them out of saving Adari, but more like about, stand like, up for yourself. Yeah, let's you go. Know? You know, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that approach more. And and just yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and Mike being, you know, uh, maybe not uh, the greatest engineer in the world, but being a big fan of it, there's some connection there, I, I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, 17 on the die. Yay. Very nice. Plus uh, 20. So 37. Okay. That is another success. Let's go. I did um, it. I did a thing. Here's the thing. Uh, surprisingly, the other influence checks that you could have done would have been diplomacy or medicine. So life science nor engineering. Wow. Oh, then been. we picked the right one. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. All right. Uh, what do we have left? We have uh, Lynn and Nor. So we're going to go to Nor here. You guys had a pretty... I mean, we, we've been waiting for it. Zach, here's your last one. Yeah. Mysticism, but I'm, I'm unsure, like, what aspect of that would be an argument towards influencing nah. them. Like, res- I don't, I don't he get respects that. those that show who, or respects those who show advanced knowledge of mystic power. That's yeah. it. I feel like Oren just being in the room exudes that at this point. Just you, know? yeah, you can just blind him with your starlight. Yeah. Like, all right, all right. I don't even. I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I feel like I don't even need to do that. I feel like Oren's reputation precedes him at this point. You know. Right. I mean, like, well, I see, feel that way too about Mike being jacked as shit, but I still had to roll. Yeah. Well, I still. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna roll, but I'm saying I don't really know like how to RP yeah. that. Yeah, like I. I'm entirely too tired to come up with something. <laughs> or, or I'm just going to give you the fucking die, okay? Uh, mysticism check is going to be 40. That'll do it. Feels that good. leaves Lynn, which uh, both John and Emily will get a plus two on. And you, there's three chances remaining left from you guys, so you could just kind of go for it yeah, if you want. Just- I mean, if there's three chances left, there's no reason not to discover. To discover, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is fair. Um, I'm sorry. What is it? Culture or sense motive? Uh, can you do sense motive? And you'll get a plus two. Can two. I do sense motive? Do it. Do it. I dare you. All right. All right. Yeah. Let me just toss that out there. Uh, so plus two to that. That's going to be a thirty-one. Yeah, okay, that's. The plus two got it there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so the influence checks then are going to be either profession soldier, to the surprise no one, or diplomacy or sense motive. I can do diplomacy. All right. Because I'm wearing my fancy jewelry, so that should affect him as well. And I'm going to throw on an inspiration just because. And you get a plus two on that as well. What is that? Five plus five. It 
42. Thank you, 42. <laughs> or no, plus five, yeah, plus five, 42. All right, that's a success. You uh, successfully have influenced the entire council. Yay! They are glad that you're here and are willing to listen to where you believe things should be reallocated, making that stage of this to be much easier. But we're going to do that next time. So we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you.